years of using comedy to deflect from our insecurities has made us hilarious to listen to. We unpack what life looks like after purposely putting ourselves in the background for so long. Join us as we experience life as the funny fat friend. Quality content every week about life, family, relationships, dating, and more. I am standing in the mirror begging my body to melt away for the radical, happy, 100-pound version of me to suddenly appear. I feel myself punishing myself for what I ate and what I did and what I didn't do. I blink, and the next moment, I am commenting on another plus-size person's picture, telling them that they are the best version of themselves and that they are living their best lives. I am hyping them up while simultaneously putting myself down. I can accept others, but I can't accept myself. I feel like this is a struggle that most fat or plus-size people struggle with. Let's unpack that. Hello, guys. Hello, everyone. Welcome, 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 welcome to episode eight. Um, in all reality, it's way past episode eight if you count in our funny, not funny, our Friday feelings. But with our normal Tuesday um, episodes, this is episode eight. And we are talking about fat shaming ourselves and self-fat phobia, which is something that I greatly struggle with, but I promise to not get super emo about. Um, I'm going to try to make this as light as possible because Michaela and I had so much more fun having a light episode last week. And from what I have heard, everyone really enjoyed those light episodes as well. So without further ado, let's start unpacking that. Actually, without further ado, I'm going to ask Michaela how your week was. How was your week, Michaela? Um, it was long. I'm so glad that it was Friday. That we're recording this on a Friday. And I'm so glad that it's Friday. And this weekend I have nothing to do. So I'm just going to hang out and hibernate in my apartment. It's going to be so nice. What about you? It was also a super long week for me. I had three different trainings, um, two that I led, one that I'm in to become a leader in. Um, one of my kids at work got COVID, and now my kid is quarantined, and that's never fun, um, but exciting. I am done with all of my classes for this quarter. Um finished a little ahead of time and now I'm waiting on feedback so far I have three A's and one no grade because my teacher hasn't graded anything but yeah I also too am ready well, for this weekend awesome. I too am ready for this weekend with nothing on my schedule so yay um but um, now did... oh yeah continue Michaela Oh, sorry. I was just going to say I wanted to tell you something that I heard this last week about your identity episode. Oh, I, I love feedback. Somewhat... Well, no, it's fantastic. Like, it's great. So this person that I know very well, um, who loves to listen to our podcast, and um, we were just we saw each other the other day, and she was like, I just finished listening to... Scarlet's Identity episode and as a mother and a grandmother I 
100% relate. Like I understand. And it like really hit home and like, she's right. And stuff like that. And like, she like didn't have a great mm-hmm. like week before. And then she listened to your episode and she's like, yeah, she's right. And stuff like that. And fan- like, it's fantastic. And so, oh, yeah, I just want to tell you heart. that I got to hear a great story about someone yeah. who, like, resonated with your episode. So, Aw, thank you, Michaela's friend and anyone else who has resonated with our podcast. I, um, I love getting feedback on it. Some of my people I know in real life will be like, I'm sure you're tired of hearing this. I'm never tired of hearing it. Tell me how great we are. I love it. It feeds me. Yes, please. <laughs> me too. I need the positive reassurance or I will become a trash person because I don't have any. So on that note, let's Honestly, talk about that's giving our... true. Yeah. On that note, let's talk about giving ourselves positive assurance because me and almost everyone I know suck at that. So let's unpack that. So I was picking out the episode... Um, because like I've said before, Michaela and I have a Google Doc that is super long. I think it's up to five pages now of episode well, ideas. That two we just, now. Well, two now because we had three pages of things we already recorded. But we have pages and pages of ideas that um, we want to do. When Michaela has some free time, she'll jump on there and add some. And then text me like, hey, I added a bunch of episode ideas. I do the same um, We've had like creative sessions prior to recording that we do this at. Um, But I was picking out the episode for um, this upcoming episode. And this one has been one that I kind of wanted to skate around because I don't want to talk about it. Um, And so I thought, huh, what a better time to talk about it than when I don't want to talk about it. So um, that's what led us here. So fat shaming Michaela, what do you think of when you think of fat shaming? Um, all the bullies from school. Yes, and this bullies goes back from school. To our, this goes back to our intro episode, but like the story that sticks out the most to me, like when I hear the words fat shaming, it's literally a story from my life that sticks out to me and comes to my mind. And if you've listened to our intro episode... You know that when I was in middle school, I went to a party, as parties can be in middle school. But one of the boys, the boy that I liked at the time, was tasked to keep an eye on me so I wouldn't eat all the snacks at the table. And there's more about that in the intro episode if you want to go back yeah. and listen. But yeah, let me like tell you when straight up when Michaela was when Michaela was telling that story. Um, or not as she was telling it, but as I was editing it, um, I was doing it without my headphones on. And when I tell you the audible gasp that came from my high schooler's mouth, um, it was very loud. And she was like, what a jerk, except she didn't say jerk. She said the D word. I'm not going to say that here. Cause I feel like it's a real bad word, but I was like, oh, proud mom moment. I'm raising her right. So she won't fat shame because one of the like, one of the things I'm trying to keep my kids from doing is commenting on anyone's weight, either positive or negative. Um, and my kids, since they're not my biological kids, do not have the same struggles that I do um, with weight. And that 
makes me a little nervous that they'll become those mean kids because I, um, when I think of fat shaming again, along the athletic lines, um, I was like super into karate as a little kid. And there's a kid in my third grade who I like brought the trophy that I won from some kind of karate thing. And it was like pretty small, probably like two foot tall or whatever, but it was like cool. And I was proud of it. And he, his name was Kanye. Um, he was like, <clears throat> I bet Scarlett can't even kick over that. And I was like, well, that's rude. Um, I can. And he's like, probably not because you're fat. And that like just really hurt my feelings. Um, and fun fact, Kanye now works for my dad um, and is one of my dad's salesmen. So I have since gotten an apology from Kanye, uh, mostly because I think he's terrified my dad will fire him if he does not. So um, yeah. um, well, if the name speaks for itself, we all know Kanye's are not the nicest. Exactly. Kind of weird. Not the nicest. Yeah. I, and Kanye, if you're listening to this, I doubt you are, but I've heard that you no longer bully people for being fat. I mean, so congrats on growing up from that. Um, but some of the people never outgrow that. Um, you don't just experience fat shaming from bullies on the playground anymore. As adults, it can even happen in the workplace. So I haven't experienced like any straight up fat shaming in the workplace, but I know a lot of my friends have, um, and that could look like, you know, being dress coded for things that aren't necessarily dress coded for people smaller. Um, that could look like people, um, commenting on how much you get at a work potluck or, how much you're sweating doing something. Um, it comes in all different shapes. Um, what about as an adult, Michaela? Have you experienced any fat shaming as an adult? Um, yeah. I mean, have you been shopping lately? Or have you, like, looked at the TV? Like, there's not, like, directly fat shaming, like, to me, like, I have not had someone be like, oh, Michaela, you're so fat, like, blah, 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 as an adult, as far as I'm aware. Not recently, anyway. But, like, there's every, like, society, like, fat shames, whether they think they are or not. Like, if you can't even go into the um, store and find several outfits for your size... And or they only carry certain sizes, or you only see models on the runway that are size zero. Like that's not okay. Yeah, and um, I don't know if I talked about it in the last episode, but I went prom dress shopping with my daughter, who is a very small, like normal size, and just there was another like mom and daughter in the same vicinity as us and the daughter was bigger and she was having such a hard time finding dresses. And I could just like, I could just sense like her frustration and her sadness. So when I went back to grab my daughter, another dress to try on, I found one in the size they were talking about. And I was like, Hey, here you go. Like this one might work for you. Um, and she was like, so happy that I found one and it shouldn't be like that anymore. Like it's 2021. The average, Oh, it's 2022. Whoa. <laughs> Not 21. 
um, the average size of a woman is a size 14 or 16 now. So it's time to get over that. But the so fat shaming is everywhere. But what does it look like when we do it to ourselves? So the number one thing about this, about fat shaming yourself, is accepting others, but not yourself. So Michaela, again, to put you on the spot, because you put me on the spot last week, what, when do you find yourself accepting others, but not accepting yourself? Like, what are some examples you have of that? Um, let's get this straight. You always put me on the spot. I only put <laughs> I you know. on the spot once. <laughs> I, well, one out of eight times, seven out of eight times. <laughs> it's fine. You're fine. You can, you can power through. <laughs> Um, that's okay. I actually do have some stories. Like, if you've met me in person, you think that I am probably one of the most confident people that you've ever met. Big lie. Big, 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 massive lie. I am not as confident as I look. There are days where I don't even want to look at myself in the mirror and with clothes on, let alone naked. Like, I just don't even want to, like, see myself. I'm not that confident and I don't like the way I look and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. And so on those days, I have noticed that I may not want to look at myself, but I'll be scrolling through TikTok and there'll be some, like, bigger girls complaining about, like, insecurities they have about themselves, just like I have insecurities about myself, and I'll, like, be in the comments, and I'll be like, um, damn girl, you're so beautiful, like, I love that outfit, like, you look great, blah, 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 like, praising them and giving them, like, the encouragement to have the confidence that I lack in myself, and it happens a lot, like, I am all for, like, body positivity and female empowerment and showing love and for support to everyone else. But I will just sit there and eat away at myself and tell myself that my thighs look gross because they're huge. Um, I look disgusting because I have a belly. Like I'm literally recording this right now with Scarlet with zit cream all over my face. Uh, Scarlet's like the still only looks person. Like a fox. She still looks like a fox. And that is, that that I'm, I'll die on this hill. And I'm still, I'm keeping, I wasn't going to keep the word until it had such a visceral reaction from Michaela last week. So now be on the lookout for when we drop merch, it will say stone cold fat fox. I'm working on it right now. Oh, so, I like just, that. I like yes. that. Stone cold um, fat fox. And then on the back, and then like wait. on the sleeve, it's going to be a fat fox. <laughs> <laughs> yes um but yeah no there's probably a handful of people that have seen me with zit cream on my face and so that's not a confident look it's not an attractive look but you know what i might just post a photo of me like this to instagram just i mean why not i i, I am so tired I should yeah because i am so tired of like this idea, and, and partially it's because I'm raising daughters, but this idea of, like, you have to look perfect before you post yourself on social media. So, like, 
I fat shame myself a lot by like comparing myself to others. And so I'll be like, wow. And it, and it's not even like super skinny girls. Like I'm never doing this with a size zero, double zero model. I'm looking at other people who are like plus size and I'm like, wow, like I wish that I carried my weight that way. Or I wish that I had bigger boobs or a bigger butt or a smaller stomach or not so wide shoulders. Cause I've got the shoulders of a linebacker, um, like all of this. And like, I even, <laughs> again, my poor fiance, God bless him. Um, I'll like pull up pictures of other like plus sized girls and be like, do you think she's attractive to my fiance? And he's like, who, who is that? And I'm like, just tell me, do you think she's attractive? Do you think that I could look as good as her? And he's like, well, I do think you look as good as her. Like, she looks good in a different way. And I'm like, so you want to be with her? I'm sorry, I can't. I've done be that. Her. And I've he's done like, that calm too. Down. I think everyone does that. Yeah. And he's like, calm down, psycho. Like, you're fine how you are. And I'm like, oh, okay. But again, it's like Michaela said, like, I'll be like, yes, live your life. You look great. And I'm not being disingenuous. Like, I really do believe that they look great and that they should continue to live their life and do whatever the hell they want. But then it comes to me and I'm like, no, no, their body is perfect. Not yours. You're a troll. And like, they should continue to like spread their message. But yours is stupid and shut up and sit down. Like, and it's not fair. Like, I would never, and and literally, like, my fiancé cracked the code because yesterday I was having a really rough day with work, really rough, like, body day, body image day, just wasn't vibing with how I looked. Um, even though I look pretty cute, like, looking at pictures today, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Um, and he's like, if somebody was talking to Michaela like this, would you be okay with it? And I was like, what? And he was like, if this was commented, what you just said, about yourself was commented on Michaela's Instagram. Would you be okay with sitting there and like taking, like letting them talk to her like that? And I was like, no, of course not. Like Michaela doesn't deserve to be talked to like that. Like she's a good person. And he's like, are you a good person? And I was like, well, yeah. And he's like, so why do you deserve to talk to yourself like that? And I was like, oh, well, damn, true. So I mean, it's really hard to, like, have that moment with yourself to, like, pull yourself out of that. But I think, like, one thing, if you're going to practice one thing this week that you hear from this podcast, um, it's to, like, stop and imagine someone talking about your best friend like that and think if you would, like, sit by and let it happen. And if you wouldn't, then don't talk about yourself like that. Are you frozen, Michaela? No, I took a picture. Oh, <laughs> I was wondering. Is that worth posting? I was like, yeah, I like it. <laughs> I think it's worth posting. Okay. Persting. It'll be the one Persting I, is what I said. It'll be the one I post. All right. So yes. we've talked a little bit about, you know, comparing ourselves to others and being genuine when being like, yes, do it. You got this, but not with ourselves. Um, And that goes along with the whole, like they're fat, sure, but they're better than me. And then, but the big topic 
is selling yourself short. So how do you think you sell yourself short in this? Um, actually, no. I'm not going to ask you how you think you sell yourself short. I'm going to tell you how I think you I sell have a story, short. though. Okay. So you tell no, your story. Tell and then we're going to tell. No, no, no. You go, you go ahead. I'm going to take full advantage of the fact that you yes. actually have something to say first. Yes. I, ha- I don't. So and you, I don't need to compile my thoughts. I've had this. So I think. I'm going to sit here on way... mute and eat a cookie while you tell me this. <laughs> Okay, and it's going to be like a practice in you taking compliments. Um, so I think the first way Michaela sells herself short is she has a killer work ethic. So I think she tends to think that like she does not have a great work ethic, which is partially society's fault because they see women or fat people and they're like, oh, they're lazy. They don't have a good work ethic. But Michaela's a hustler. She gets stuff done. She doesn't like let life happen to her. She happens to life. So that's number one. Number two, you have a good sense of fashion. Like, I know you don't think you do, but you can make outfits work. Don't shake your head no. Girl. Stop. This, no, you keep yourself on mute and Girl. finish your cookie. You're, no, I see you unmuting yourself. No, I wear, Mute yourself. I wear so jeans and a t-shirt. She thinks she doesn't have a great no. sense of fashion. But she can work any outfit. I mean, like, I could never pull off sweaters like she does or like jackets like she always you always look fashionable and prepared for the weather which are two things I never am I'm never prepared for the weather and I'm not fashionable so whatever number three is she's constantly putting herself out there like you have the best like like attitude about like rejection and stuff and I know you're gonna be like no I don't you've heard me cry about boys before but you do because you don't let it keep you down like, honestly, so this was my little pep talk to you about all the ways that you're good that you think you're not. So stop selling yourself short. And that's all I got to say about that. Okay, my rebuttal. No, no rebuttal. Just um. accept it. <laughs> okay, but I'm out here in jeans and a t-shirt every day. Um, I'm still rocking better than I, I can. Yeah, but my cute outfits that I wear are nine times out of ten. My sister was at the store with me and helped me pick it out because she has a good fashion sense. But you still have the confidence to wear it because there's one thing like because I've been there like you go shopping with friends and they're like, oh, my gosh, this will look great. And then you get home and you're like, I'm no, (laughs) I'm not wearing that ever again. Sorry for those of you who can't see, which is all of you because it's a podcast. Michaela just started like randomly pulling up her hair and her hair has like an erection no it was like coming off of it it was like this and it was that's yeah. why i started touching it because it was your like your hair like, your hair heck? had a heart on for for what we were talking about we got it going it's fine oh my gosh yeah and but, you've literally seen me cry after like every rejection so i do not take rejection but, well you do not no i okay maybe not taking rejection well but you don't let it keep you down because i know some people who like after a couple two three times they're like you know what i'm never gonna do this again this is it and you just keep going and there's some tenacity there it goes along with your your work ethic so stop selling yourself short what was your story about selling yourself short i don't remember now Mm. You had me well, laughing, think, so I forgot. Sorry. 
I think a lot of times, like, selling yourself short goes along with imposter syndrome. So, like, I've had, like, pretty professional jobs since I was 19. Um, And a lot of times it would be, like, me and a bunch of 40-year-olds or me and a bunch of 50-year-olds in, like, situations. And I would always, like, continuously be like, no, I just kind of, like, lucked into this job. Like, no one wanted it, so I took Mm -hmm. it. Um, I'm just like taking up space where I don't belong and like all of this. And now like I look back at like the things I did at 19 and 20 in the position I was in, um, stuff I'm doing now at 24. And I'm like, no, I belong here. Like I was just selling myself short. And part of that was like my appearance. Like I felt like I was just like the bumbling fat kid, you know, like in the background and don't do that. Don't sell yourself short like that. It's not fair. Mm-hmm. I would definitely, I would definitely just say mine is like I don't take credit, like I let other people take credit for things that I do, or that I've like helped with. Like I'll let the other person take all the credit for it because I don't think I deserve it. When in reality, I, I did, I did most of the work. But yeah, that's probably where I sell myself short the most is I let other people take credit for what I do. Yeah. And I think, and I think that goes along with like, we've talked about in other episodes, like with being agreeable because like subconsciously we feel like the world is doing us a favor by allowing us to take up space as a fat individual. And that's like completely not fair. So stop that. Stop selling yourself short. That goes for all of you too. Not just me and Scarlett. Yes. We can sell ourselves short. You can't. Just kidding. We're talking about stopping that. So (laughs) that brings me to our next point. Um, Kind of what the media and the world does to uh, us and our confidence. And then why it leads to fat shaming. So fat shaming ourselves and fat phobia. Which we didn't really talk about fat phobia. So let's take a second to... Um, analyze what fat phobia means to us. So, Michaela, what do you think of, what do you think is fat phobic? She gave um, me the look. Well, there's one company in particular that I'm okay to name publicly, um, and that is Victoria's Secret. They have come out and said that they'll never have a fat model walk the runway in their fashion show. Um, they do have raw sizes and bigger sizes but like two designs and two styles of them and they are not cute and stuff and they're not great honestly they're not great so there i've said yeah that is a very fat phobic brand and they don't have like leggings that fit fat bodies that don't roll under Mm -hmm. your stomach they don't have underwear that accounts for the fat that naturally deposits itself in that area, if you get my drift. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't sell lingerie that's inclusive. Uh, screw Victoria's Secret. Definitely, if you're looking for like underwear and stuff like that, there are such better companies that have such better prices and such better, um, you know, relationships. Ladies, with the hit up Lane Bryant. If you yes. hit up Lane Bryant, if you are a bustier big girl, they've got fantastic sizes. Their bras last a long time. 
Oh, I love me a good and Lane are, Bryant bra. They are not our mom's Lane Bryant. They're not like the flowery mm-hmm. floral shirts of before. They have definitely made um, some changes. Also hit up Torrid if you have a Torrid. I have a Torrid near me and I live in the middle of nowhere. Um, they have great stuff. They have great swimsuits. I like, well, I like their under stuff. I don't like their clothes. I like their underwear. I like their bras. Um, but I also don't I have say, a I don't very like big shopping chest. at Torrid. Yeah, I don't buy any clothes from them, but I do like their under stuff. Um, yeah, and I think another place we see fat phobia and fat phobic behavior is in the gym industry. Again, sorry, I'm always going to bring it back to that because that's what I spend most of my life doing. No, um, I agree. Yeah, I think there's so much like fat phobia in the gym bro culture. Um, I could go on a rant about Joe Rogan, and I don't care um, about mentioning him by name. Screw, screw him. <laughs> Joe Rogan. Wait, can we take a step back to the um, athletic world? Because oh, yeah. Because on Black Friday, I think you, you might remember the story, but on Black Friday, I bought myself a Gymshark sweater. I bought myself a men's three extra large sweater thinking that it'd be like loose on me, like a men's three X sweater should be. Nope. This sweater fit me like an extra large t-shirt. Yeah. A women's extra large t-shirt. Yeah. That brand is not size inclusive. And it's so hard because I want to love that brand but they are not size inclusive with their clothing. Oh, not at all. And there has been so many, like, you know, those, like, Instagram boutique type places. There have been so many that have reached out to me and been like, hey, like, we love what we see. Can we work with you? Um, like, you know, you'll get free shipping and you'll get this and you'll get that. Um, and I'm always, like, super interested in doing it because, like, I want to go into fitness full time and then I go and look on their sizes and the biggest size they go up to is like a 35 waist and I'm like no and they'll be like oh we have plus sizes and I'm like yeah your plus size is a 35 waist so not gonna work for me sorry size yeah and I mean I have seen like some good things come out of Target and come out of um, Old Navy I wear a lot of Target stuff when I work out, but, um, it's just not. I will say this again. Do not sleep on old Navy jeans. Mm -hmm. Literally the only place I can go in, grab my size off the shelf, check out and leave. I do not need to try on their jeans because they are actually true to size. Yeah. So yay old Navy, but being fat phobic to yourself looks completely different than brands being fat phobic. So when I think of being fat phobic to myself, I think of um, like the sheer terror I feel when the scale goes up. And, you know, as a person who runs a podcast about being fat, I've gone back and forth about like, should I share my struggles with losing weight? Um, Should I even try to lose weight while still doing this podcast? Like, where does that fit me? Does that make me a sellout? Um, and I think in some ways it makes me a sellout and there's going to be people who like, as I'm losing, I think there's going to be some people as I lose weight that have some issues with it. But 
when it comes down to it, I am working out those thoughts of being terrified when I gain weight. Because like I've said before, all that weight shows you is the gravitational pull on your body. There are time oh, yeah. and time. I've told you. No, continue. I was going to say, I've told you this before. Like, just because you lose all this weight and stuff doesn't mean you didn't experience what it was like to be fat. Like, you still have stories to share from, like, growing up and being a fat adult. It doesn't matter that you've lost whatever weight you've already lost or what you're going to continue to lose. Like you still have those experiences. And so you still have the right and the privilege to say stories and things like that and continue to do this podcast. Like just because you get thin doesn't mean you can't like, and stuff like that. And it's your body. It's your choice to do what you want. Somebody has a problem with you wanting to better your body, whether it's physically, mentally, or getting a crap ton of tattoos then they can screw off and stop listening because it's exactly your body. Yeah. You do what you want with it. Yeah. And amen, Michaela. Thank you. She's told me that multiple times. Um, but like her, I'm also a bad listener. I've told her things multiple times. She's told me multiple times, mm-hmm. you know, we just, we go around until we finally get it. Um, and I agree with you because sometimes, I mean, I was 175 pounds and still up here. I thought I weighed 325 which there's nothing wrong with being 175 or being 325, but the mental stuff that goes on when you gain weight and people are constantly putting you below them stays with you no matter what. So I'm going to keep talking about this. Um, I just hope that through this podcast and through talking about this like fat phobia that I have for myself, that I, um, you know, that I'm kinder to myself now because every version of myself is still myself, whether I like it or not, I'm still, the same person. So yeah, I, I find myself being fat phobic to myself a lot, but I would never in a million years, if somebody was like, Hey, I gained some weight, be like, Ugh, you're sick. You're gross. Mm-hmm. You're, <laughs> like that. That's not like, that's not me. And I would never do that, but I do it to myself. And, and that's through years of being conditioned by other people that that's okay. What about you, Michaela? Oh, yeah. What's and your then, experience? Um, Oh, I'm definitely fat phobic to myself when it comes to like me being in relationships and then even like um, going to do things like, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm too fat to do that. Or like, I'm too fat to like go up this mountain. Well, screw that. Let me go up the mountain. But I still tell myself I'm too fat. And then like in relationships and stuff like that, like every girl wants to like wear her boyfriend's sweaters and stuff like that and I'm like well that's I'm too fat for that well whatever maybe I don't get to wear his sweaters because he's thinner than I am or I can just date a big guy and like it doesn't matter I but it's dumb but yeah I am fat phobic when it comes to me with other people I think that's part of the reason why I'm single yeah and pro tip where are date guys who are much taller than you? Because then you can still wear their hoodies even if they're smaller than you. It's my boyfriend. Or, hmm, he's not my boyfriend. He's my fiancé. Sorry. Sorry, Conroy. You're my fiancé. <laughs> my fiancé is a foot taller than me and smaller than me, but I can still wear his sweaters 
because homie is 6'4". So, yeah. Basically, the whole point of this was, please be nicer to yourself. Please be nicer to yourself. Imagine that whatever you are saying to yourself in the mirror, you are saying to, one, the little kid version of yourself. Would you say that to five-year-old you? Mm-hmm. Didn't think so. Two, to your best friend, which is Michaela and I, because we are all of your best friends. We love you all. Um, or your actual best friend. And three, just be nicer. Like, in general, to everybody, mm-hmm. to yourself, to the world. Clean up. It's about to be Earth Day. Um, yep. Yeah. But all those all those wonderful comments you give other people and, like, hype them up when they're feeling down give them to yourself too. And that's something that both Scarlett and I need to remind ourselves on the daily to do that as well. But we are all in this together and we can all do it together. Yes. And right now I am challenging all of you to say one nice thing to yourself every day. You can write it down. You can record yourself saying it. I'm going to record myself saying one nice thing to myself every day. I will post it on our Instagram. No matter what's going on, I will do that. So I hope you Take that challenge with me and you can tag it. Hashtag be nice to yourself. No, scratch that. You can tag it. Hashtag funny, fat, and nice. So do that. that. That's your challenge. That's your homework, your call to action. So thank you guys for listening and tuning in to episode eight, listening to us unpack this, getting our challenge, all of that. We could not do this without you. If you have any questions, comments, or just want to drop us a positive note, contact us via our Instagram or our email. There will be in the episode notes. Um, Until next time, make sure to take up space and be the best version of you. And the best weight to lose is the weight of other people's opinions. Bye. Bye!